in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Porth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent with a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And when you come in for a visit, there's no meter running. We're going to meet on a complimentary basis. Yes, no charge. As many times as we need to to fully analyze your situation and complete a personalized income plan. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations. Milford is our home office, Blue Ash, Westchester, and even across the pond in Florence, Kentucky. And we've even been known, if you're not very mobile, to do in-home visits on occasion. Uh, and guess what? You're going to meet one or all three of the guys that you listen to over the weeks, months, maybe years uh, on the Sound Money Investment Show, Barry, Greg, James. If you are no longer with the company and your money still is in a form of an employer plan, like 401k, 403b, TSP, you can actually roll that out into uh, either a traditional IRA or maybe a Roth, depending on the tax status. Invest it how you want to. Take control of it. Get it out of that company. Even if you are still with the company and you're over 59 and a half, a lot of, a lot of companies will let, allow you to do an in-service rollover so you can take advantage of controlling your own destiny even when you're still employed. So uh, give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email. We'll answer every single one, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James, what's going on today? Well, today's topic is about conversion strategies to consider and different not only tax strategies, but perhaps also investment strategies to take advantage of today's market, today's environment. So another big shoe that's dropping is there's a number of corporate buyouts that are either here or looming on the horizon. What that means to many people is that they now have a decision to make about perhaps some highly appreciated company stock inside their employer-sponsored plan. Now, I say perhaps, maybe it's only appreciated instead of highly appreciated. But that still leaves an opportunity, maybe sometimes a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, to do what's called an NUA analysis, net unrealized appreciation analysis, to see what you have inside your company plan and perhaps split off the appreciation from your cost basis. And why that's important is capital gains tax rates on the appreciation versus ordinary tax rates on the cost basis portion of what you have inside your plan. So it is very much a tax discussion to be had and maybe also an income planning discussion to be had as well. Because for starters, if you have a tax bill to be paid, where do you get the money to pay the taxes? That could be a problem. Typically, when we talk about Roth conversion analysis, that's one of the very first discussion points is where do you get the money from to pay your taxes? Because, Barry, if you have to take it from the investment account, the very IRA that you're considering converting, that is like kneecapping your entire nest egg. Yeah, we don't we don't recommend that. Some people want to do that, especially if you're under 59 and a half, James. 
that becomes 10% penalty because the, you're actually taking a withdrawal. The conversion itself is not a penalty. Yeah. And also this year, 2020, is one of those so far very unique years where there is no early distribution penalty with a little asterisk attached to it. If you're affected by the COVID, there is no early distribution penalty for taking monies from your investment accounts that are considered to be retirement accounts. That's right. That, that's this year only. But previous year or next year, if you're under 59 and a half and you take tax out during the conversion, that taxable amount that you're taking out is subject to the penalty, not the conversion itself. So anyway, as a rule, Barry is correct that money's taken from retirement accounts in 2019, 2021, those are subject to a 10% penalty. If you are converting, the money that you convert is not subject to a 10% tax. What does happen, however, is it affects perhaps not only your income planning, maybe your tax planning. Those are all discussion points to be had and discussion points to be had sometime soon because we are getting towards the later part of the year. It is Labor Day weekend, so summer is basically officially over, if not unofficially over. And now we start looking at what are the different strategies to consider before the end of the year that can benefit you, whether it's the individual you or the collective you. Now, different strategies also hinge upon if, in general, you have monies that are in tax deferral. Tax deferral includes your traditional 401ks, your traditional 403bs, which are employer-sponsored plans, but they also include the IRAs. SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, traditional IRAs, those are all tax-deferred accounts, which typically means for the vast majority of people, you have not yet paid taxes on the monies that are in those accounts. So that means that if you have $100,000 in your account, if you have 500000 in your account, maybe a million dollars in your account. So as you're working and continuing to maybe hopefully add money to those accounts, you need to start thinking about that nest egg as maybe that big whole number and say, well, what is my gross versus what is my net? The gross means that you have a pre-tax account. Let's just say it's the million dollar account. And now you look at, well, when I start taking money from that account, is it all really mine? Or does Uncle Sam get a big chunk of that particular account? And that's, of course, a resounding yes. Uncle Sam will get a major chunk of that account. That's one of the issues to be had and to be discussed is how do you properly plan to take monies from these different types of investment accounts, these retirement accounts that have never before been taxed? That means that the entire basis of your account you have a zero cost basis. For the vast majority of people, you don't have after-tax monies mingled into your IRAs to your 401ks, 403bs. That means every single dollar that you take out is subject to tax. And keep in mind, there's nothing wrong with a fully tax-deferred account because it's grown tax-free throughout the years. So you got some good benefit from it. But at retirement time, the yes, tables at, turn. At retirement time, that could be the ticking time bomb of taxes. So... Let's just say that your balance, going back to the million-dollar account, and you have a combined 25% tax liability. Now, when I say combined, that means add up your federal, your state, and perhaps even your local tax liability. For those who live in certain school districts and also certain cities, municipalities around this area, there are different areas, localities, 
that will tax you somewhere between one to 2% on not just your earned income, but on all of your income. So I say it that way because typically cities only tax you on earned income. That means wages. That means self-employment. If you have earned income from other sources, that's what the cities will tax you on. Now, school districts, you may know this already, there are many school districts in this area that will tax you 1% on basically everything that the state of Ohio says is taxable. Therefore, that's part of the decision-making is I have a tax bill, not only for the Fed, the state, and the local, that I need to account for if I'm doing conversions. So going back to the 25%, that means 75% of your IRA, or in this case only, I say only, $750,000 is yours. The other 25% belongs to the government. You just haven't yet paid the government their fair share just And you yet. pay it over time, over your retirement. So it's... So yes, Barry is absolutely correct. Tax deferral is a very good thing for at least a portion of your money. And over the long run, if you've had monies that have accrued on a tax deferred basis, you are still further ahead than if you had the pay-as-you-go approach throughout the entire working years of your adult life. So today, we're going to delve back into the discussion about conversion strategies. That means where you can convert, at least potentially convert, your tax-deferred accounts to assets that are now, what, tax-free. So what's better than tax-deferred? Well, tax-free. And there are some pros to doing this, as well as some cons. The pros, of course, is getting into being tax-free. The con is you got to pay Uncle Sam, states of Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, the taxes that are owed to them as well. So we want to make sure that you understand all of this before deciding if this is something that may benefit you. And, and by the way, pay your fair share, but don't tip too. We have a tax department. We help our clients with tax advice. Yes. So after we get back from the commercial break, Barry's going to get into the thought-provoking questions that tie into today's show. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The Talk Station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we're an independent advisory firm and with a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're not captive to just a set of, a, a certain set of tools or to a mothership. We're completely independent. We find the best solution for you. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And for your convenience, we do have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. You're going to meet the guys you make a connection with. We're not going to push you off to a junior advisor. You're going to meet one of the 
the three senior advisors here at Brown Financial Advisors. And again, if you know along with the company, your money probably shouldn't be there uh, with probably high fees and lo a loss of control. We can help you roll that out into a personal IRA, whether it's uh, tax deferred or tax free, depending on the tax status. We can help you with that. It's tax neutral, even if it is tax deferred, you don't pay taxes at the time of the rollover. Give us a call. We can help you. 513-575-9654. Our website is brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our email, please send us a message. We will answer it. Team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James, where were we? Well, getting back onto the topic about conversion strategies to consider. Now, again, 2020 is a setting up to be a very unique year with such a wide exception to the rule of getting penalized on early distributions from your retirement accounts. So really, the loophole is basically this. If you either have been diagnosed with the COVID or you know someone who's been diagnosed with the COVID <laughs> or you have somehow been affected by the COVID, which is like everyone in the entire universe seemingly has been affected by the COVID, then you can qualify for the exception of paying not only the taxes on early distributions, but the penalty on the early distribution. See, 10% early withdrawal on the distributions. So it is almost a joke what the government has done as far as the loophole that they created. But nevertheless, it does create the opportunity for some people to not only take monies out of their accounts early, but perhaps even to pay back via the taxes over a three-year time frame. So first and foremost, what we recommend for not only our clients, but our prospective clients and our radio listeners out there is just because it's there doesn't mean that you should take it out of your accounts. It doesn't mean that you should go and spend the money now if you don't need to spend the money now from your future, from your retirement, that could be your future. For others, it is now the future is becoming the present. If you're looking at the layoffs, you're looking at the buyouts, well, again, there's many reasons to come see us and talk to one of our qualified advisors about the opportunities that do exist. And there's no better time than the present. And whether you come see us at one of our office locations or simply come meet us over the Internet, there are Zooms that we do for a number of our clients and our prospective clients out there as well. And all those opportunities are there simply because whatever is most convenient for you, that's how we will meet. So whether it's in person with a mask or over the Internet, hopefully without the mask or a phone call or a phone call, that's our call to action for you is come see us, come talk to one of our advisors. Now, Barry, let's get back into what we call the thought provoking questions that tie into today's show. All right. What is a Roth conversion strategy and how can it benefit me? We're going to get into details and mechanics of that. What's a future rate for tax? Well, no one knows. Up, down, sideways, but chances are it's being low, probably higher. What is the great American savings myth? How can conversion strategies help with the SECURE Act that was recently put in place? How does an index universal life insurance policy work? It can be very beneficial to tax-free retirement plan. What are some of the downsides of converting money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA or possibly an IUL, Index Universal Life? Should I consider doing a Roth conversion? Not everybody should. We'll talk about that. 
Are there certain strategies I should consider when we are in a bear market? It's when it was down, like in March. How do conversion strategies affect spouses and or beneficiaries? And finally, who should I speak to when deciding uh, if a conversion strategy is right for you? Well, in addition to the great American savings myth, there's also maybe what I'd call the great American investment myth, which is simply this. We had a number of clients who have been very concerned and continue to be concerned about the upcoming November elections and the impact of whoever wins but you know the election in November, what the impact will be on the markets. One thing that's very, I'd say, interesting is to understand that it really doesn't matter. Now, I'm going to parse this into two different things. First of all, when it comes to the market itself, it really has performed historically better under a Democratic president than it has under a Republican president. Now, there could be many factors for that, but we're looking at the last 100 years of history to say that, in general, it really has not mattered dramatically one way or the other, but it has, or at least it has, performed slightly better under the Democrats than it has Republicans. Which is coincidental, I think. It might be coincidental. It might be like this. When you say, what's the best time for a forest to regenerate? It's after a forest fire. So take that for what it's worth. Now, the second part, which would be the tax impact. Yes, very likely if, say, a Democrat does win, the tax rates will go up. What's also, uh, I'd say, a little bit dangerous is that there's the possibility of instituting something called a wealth tax. Now, the wealth tax goes way far and above and beyond just simply an income tax, because typically with the income tax, if you have unrealized gains in your investment accounts, you're not paying taxes on those until you realize those gains. With the wealth tax, this could fundamentally change behaviors, not only of investors, but savers as well, because now those unrealized gains might be subject to a tax. Maybe not an income tax per se, but more like a, I would say an excise tax is the, the category that typically a wealth tax would belong to. And yes, if you want to boil down what an excise tax is, it's a tax upon a tax. Sounds fair, doesn't it? So anyways, that's for the voters to decide, hopefully sometime November, is is that what they want or do they want something different? Now, there's also an old saying that says there are only two certainties in life, death and taxes. Hopefully not in that order, but nevertheless, death and taxes will eventually prevail and yes, people are still living longer today. That means the lifespan is still ticking upwards, maybe not quite as much as it was before 2020, but it's still increasing, which means people are still living longer. So that is part and parcel of the retirement planning strategies is now the income planning strategies, perhaps for a 20-year retirement, perhaps for a 30-year retirement. That's that's a major issue for a number of people out there. Used to be that the number one concern was simply, for the love of Pete, don't let me go to a nursing home, whoever Pete might happen to be. But along with that, the second most common concern about retirees is don't let me run out of money while I'm at that nursing home. So, yes, running out of money before you're running out of life is still one of the first or second most biggest concerns of retirees today. So if you are retired or at least thinking about retiring in the next five to 10 years, there may be some strategies that you can utilize 
to help you mitigate, hopefully to mitigate, some of the taxes you could be potentially paying in the future. And let's be clear, James, don't get your hopes up. It's not for everyone. Everybody's a little different in some way. Sometimes you're a lot different. And if you don't have any tax deferred accounts like me, I have all non-qualified money. Maybe I don't have really much I can do because I don't have tax deferred deferred accounts. Most people do, though, with a 401k, an IRA, um, a Roth, a 403b, something like that. So it, uh, that's where you can really take advantage of. So, so let's say you're going to retire with a pension, Social Security, and very little money in qualified accounts. In this case, these strategies might not be for you. But let's say you do have a 401k to work or an IRA you set up years ago. Well, you can have a good sum of money that you can take advantage of some of these strategies. So, And it does depend on other uh, factors to exactly what you need. We can help you with that. So, yes, we can help you with the investment planning decisions. We can help you with the income planning decisions. We can also help you with the tax planning decisions. And at the very end of your days, hopefully before the end, the estate planning decisions. So all those, like spokes on the wheel, tie together. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Pardell. And we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent. And we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So you come in to visit by calling 513-575-9654. We're going to work for you as clients, not for companies, not try to sell you a product. It's based on your situation. And there's no meter running. We're going to meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary. Usually it takes uh, one, two, maybe three before we decide if we want to do business together and we'll fully analyze your situation and complete a personalized income plan. And as always, we have multiple locations to come closer to you, even your home maybe, on exception, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. We can help you roll out that company plan, 401k, 403b, TSP. If you are no longer with that plan, let's get it out of there. Usually it's the best time best thing to do and take control of it and get it in. It's tax neutral. We can help you with that. And even if you are still employed, we can do what's called an in-service rollover. Take control before you actually retire. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email us at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James? Well, as we mentioned before, the qualified account balances. Now, when I say qualified, that means tax qualified of your IRAs, your 401ks, 403bs, or some type of of company plan can be deceiving because you've been putting money in on a tax deferred basis. You've not yet paid taxes on any of that money. And over a 20, 30, perhaps even a 40 year time span, the growth is probably quite significant. Now, whether your sticker shock is based on a hundred thousand dollar balance or a million dollar balance in your account depends upon how much you're going to liquidate all at one time, because as Barry mentioned before, depending upon how much you draw out, will be how much you pay taxes. Now, whether that's directly or indirectly pay taxes, because other types of income, such as Social Security, become much more heavily taxed 
depending upon how much other income you have from various sources. So yes, as you take more and more monies out of your retirement accounts, your taxes will increase. Now, does that mean that you fall into a higher tax bracket? Does that mean that you have maybe your Medicare premiums being subject to higher rates? That's part of the discussion to be had. Going back to this year, this year, 2020, there is no RMD from your retirement accounts. So no matter what your age is, if you're 70 and a half, 72, 82, it does not matter. It also does not matter if it's a traditional IRA, if it's a inherited traditional IRA, or if it's a old 401k, 403b from your job, you do not have to take anything out of those accounts during 2020. That's part of the government's response to the COVID is they have waived the required distributions from those different types of retirement accounts. Now, if you've already taken monies from your accounts, or if you need to take monies from those accounts, we're not saying don't take monies from those accounts. We're saying it should be part of your planning process to see if there's another way, maybe a more tax efficient way to take money from other types of accounts instead of from your retirement accounts. Once again, not only is that part of the investment discussion, it's part of the tax planning discussion. So typically, in, in years other than 2020, this would be a requirement. But for those that are beyond age 70 and a half or 72 for you know for some people starting this year, you do have typically a required distribution that you pay taxes on. Now you may be asking yourself, is there a way to reduce the amount of taxes paid throughout retirement? Throughout retirement means above and beyond just simply 2020. And very simply, the answer is yes. There are some strategies that you can use to help lessen the tax liability. And that's what we're going to touch on next. Barry? Well, Roth conversion. That's we've been talking about. A Roth conversion is taking a portion or perhaps the entire balance of one of your qualified accounts, such as a traditional IRA, and move it into a Roth IRA. It could be an already existing Roth IRA. You will have, however, have to uh, pay taxes on the money you convert but you will then be able to take tax-free withdrawals from the Roth IRA in the future. Now, how much you convert in any given year is very much a tax discussion. And as I said earlier, we have a tax department. James runs it up, plus our Medicare division, so we can help you with that. Uh, and the tax, tax rates now, considering, are lower than they'll likely be in the future, don't you think, James? That's a pretty fair assumption. Uh, and it depends on who's who's up there in, in the Congress and things like that. But uh, but some potential landmines include tipping into higher tax rates for ordinary income and capital gains income, increased taxation on Social Security benefits and perhaps even Medicare. As I said, we have uh, James is a Medicare advisor specialist, part D or D and B premiums. It could increase those depending on how. Uh, much your income is increased. And it's, it's important to note that there is a five-year holding period on withdrawals of your money in a Roth IRA. When you convert it, the monies you convert, five-year waiting period, not contributions. So if you're considering a Roth conversion and you want to be sure you don't need to withdraw any of that in the next five years to avoid penalties. Good reminder. Now, as far as the Roth conversion analysis we can run this over multiple years. We can run this over whether it's a one-year conversion time frame, 
a five-year, 10-year conversion time frame. There are certain assumptions built in if we're looking at a 10-year a time frame. I said that way because pretty much the tax landscape is going to be set. Income tax rate is going to be set for the next several years. However, once you go past the year 2025, I'd say at this point, all bets are off on what's going to happen with those rates. Now, I don't want to scare you too much about this, but very simply, when we're looking at Roth conversion analyses over different time frames, that's just simply some of the assumptions that we built in. Now, for many people, when, when we discuss this with them about the Roth conversions, part of what they're desiring to do is to prepay the taxes, not just for themselves, but also for their, their the people ones. inheriting the accounts. Yes, their, their heirs or beneficiaries, and hopefully the loved ones, right? <laughs> that means it might be very benevolent on your part to convert and to also prepay the taxes for whoever comes next. But is that really the most tax efficient way to spend your retirement years is to pay someone else's tax bill. Yeah, and is that what you really want? I had a, a 75-year-old woman come in and she had heard of tax conversion and the tax savings. She's, she wants to convert her $200,000 IRA. And I asked, do you want to prepay taxes for your beneficiary? She goes, no. So she didn't do it. It didn't apply to her. She already been retired for 10 years. She didn't have time on her side. So good reminder there. Now, another strategy is doing what's called an IUL strategy. IUL stands for Index Universal Life Insurance and is another strategy to at least potentially save on taxes throughout those retirement years. So like any type of life insurance, you should at least have a need for a death benefit, which, by the way, is a tax-free death benefit. And the IUL provides this type of a payout to your beneficiaries upon the death of the insured. So, yes, there's the downside of you have to die for this to happen. The difference with the IULs compared to, let's just say, term life insurance, is that they are designed to build cash value that goes up over time as premiums are paid. So that means that interest gets credited to your policy's cash value that's linked to a particular stock market index, such as the Dow, the S&P, or the NASDAQ. This sounds like it could be what we term to be uh, investments like equities and, and stocks that are directly in the market, but they are not. They are simply linked to the market, but not directly invested in the market. So the index, really think of that as just a measuring device to determine how much interest gets credited to your account, to the cash basis of your account on a year in, year out basis. There now, you, you can't go backwards due to market return. That's oh. a very important reminder is with it being linked to the market, but also not directly invested in the market, is that if the market does go down, Essentially, it decouples from that particular index, and so zero becomes your hero yeah. in that particular year. Now, one of the major advantages, the growth potential being one of the pros, one of the advantages of this, yes, the potential is there for very healthy gains in the cash value of your account. And the cash value is what you can then draw upon in the later years of your life and to do what essentially is a tax-free retirement. Policyholders also get the benefit of what's called a crediting floor. Typically, that means about a 1%, no matter what. So the cash value is protected from losses due to markets that are not performing quite as well. Another, so, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead, Barry. I was going to say another advantage is uh, uh, tax advantages. Cash value in an IUL accumulates tax deferred, and the death benefit 
uh, and the death benefit, like we mentioned before, is tax-free for the beneficiaries. You can also draw income from these policies in the form of a loan, which is also tax-free. Now, it's important to note, if you do take the loans, the, case, the death benefit is going to decrease, but this kind of strategy is for a tax-free retirement. That's that's the important reminder there is that if you do take a policy loan, loans by definition are not income. Therefore, it does not affect your tax return. It's not income. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The Talk Station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm with a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies, when you give us a call at 513-575-9654. There's no meter running. All of our visits are complimentary. You don't pay a dime until you decide to do business and all the all the uh, costs will be completely upfront and transparent. We have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. You can help you roll out that company plan. If you're not along with the company, chances are take control of it. It's tax neutral. Roll it out. Invest it how you want to invest it. 513-575-9654. Brownfinancialadvisors.com is our website. Shoot us over an email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And we were talking about the advantages of Index Universal Life, and we just finished up with tax advantages. Another pro is long-term care and other living benefits. A lot of these IULs come with uh, another prong, a life insurance prong that covers, can cover long-term care and other benefits in home care, maybe a critical illness rider. Other riders are available in these policies such as a waiver of premium, enhanced liquidity, and things like that. They're very robust. Living benefits can typically be available in the form of accelerated death benefits. If you have a, a, a long-term care need, in the event of underwriting issues, you can't qualify for long-term care. These can be very effective in helping to pay long-term care expenses. It's a good reminder there about being able to qualify medically with the medical underwriting. So with life insurance, with long-term yeah. care insurance, these are still heavily underwritten. That means that there's a very strict underwriting policy uh, before these ever get issued. So if you look at typically who benefits the most from an IUL strategy, it's if you are still relatively younger and therefore, you have years for this to grow, not just on a tax-deferred basis for the cash value, but also perhaps the, the benefits of the tax-free retirement as well. That means that if you have then gotten this policy while you're still relatively healthy, you've also avoided what happens later in life, which is typically the, the more that we age, the more unhealthy that we become. It's not that way for everyone, but it's the, you know for the vast majority of people out there, that's what just simply happens. So that means that later on, if you were to try to obtain long-term care insurance, you have avoided that major obstacle of underwriting, medical underwriting, on issuing that type of a policy. So yes, this is a very effective way of 
getting living benefits that pay for different things, such as a long-term care stay or potentially a long-term care stay. Now let's talk about the con. Well, one, yeah, and this is kind of a con at the same time, because when you say, what are the odds of going into a nursing home? And the odds are, if you've made it to age 65, there's close to a 70% chance that you or the collective you, whether it's a husband-wife team, one of you, 70% chance, if you look at it that way, at least one of you is going to wind up in a nursing home for at least a portion of your of your remaining years. So that that can be looked at as a pro and a con when you say, well, what are the odds of a nursing home stay? Now, another con, at least potentially, is the limited gains of the contract. So with any type of contract, such as an annuity or index universal life that's tied to the market, but not directly in the market, well, guess what? The insurance company is going to limit some of the upside. Now, how much they limit depends upon the type of a contract. If it's an annuity contract, the caps and participation rates are lower, sometimes considerably lower. That's one of the reasons why when you compare the index universal life to annuities, the life insurance policies have a much higher crediting rate with not only the participation rates, but also the caps that are placed on the gains for any particular year. So that's one of the trade-offs to not being able to go backwards. You cannot go below 0% at any one given year, but you might have a maximum, let's just say it's 10%, let's just, maybe it's 15%. Maybe it's just a certain percentage of what the market would gain in any one year. Maybe it's you get 100% of the S&P performance minus a one to 2% spread that the insurance company puts on that particular contract for that year. So another con, risk factors. This goes back to anything linked to equities, which is to say the stock market, and IUL, the index universal life, is not completely free of risk, which is to say if the interest credited does not equal what the policy is expected to show or the illustrations, what they show over time, you may not get the exact same growth that you anticipated. If you expected a 10% market gain and it only did 5% in a particular given year, then your illustrations, well, first of all, the illustration may have been wrong to begin with, but the illustration and your actual gains will be different if that's what's happened. So once again, the growth that you anticipate and the premiums could potentially increase over the, the future of the contract. And that also leads to the fees and the cost being another con. And this is with any type of, of financial product, there are fees to tied to these particular types of accounts. So certain fees could include things like a premium expense charge, administrative expenses, insurance costs, maybe perhaps even a surrender charge if you try to exit the contract early. So those are just some of the things to, to add into the, your discussion points about is not only a Roth conversion strategy right for me or for us, how about the index universal life? Is that strategy a correct or right one or suitable one for me or for us? Barry? What's next? Well, uh, doing a Roth conversion while the market's low. Now, the ideal time was April when the market started coming back, when we had that crash of 30-something 30, 30 percent in the Dow. Now, nobody has a crystal ball, but most of the time when we see that big of a drop, it's going to come back and usually comes back strong. Now, our investment strategies have recovered because April through now, uh, we've had positive months, and it's recovered from that big drop. But if you went to cash, you sold, 
well, you're still down. You might do a conversion because the market's down. That means, James, less taxes, right? Uh, so uh, that's important. The old saying is, buy low, sell high. Well, when the market is low, this may be a great opportunity to do a conversion. Excellent point. Now, we mentioned before about the current low tax rates that are likely to go up. Let's hit the way back machine to 2017. A married couple filing jointly with a taxable income, let's just say, of $240,000. They were in the 33% federal tax bracket. And then once the Trump tax cuts took effect, that same couple now is only in the 24% federal tax rate. So this also applies to other tax brackets as well. What was the 25% tax bracket now is 22%. What was 15% is now 12%. So this act, by the way, did save, I would say, 80% of the, of the taxpayers out there saved money on taxes with the Trump tax cuts. Now, what some people failed to realize is once the tax rates were lowered, that also means that for the vast majority of people out there who are still working, their withholding rates became lower, which also means you also got to keep more of your money during the year instead of waiting till the very end when you file your tax return to then get your money back at the end of the year. Now, that act is set to expire at the end of 2025, so it may not be a bad assumption to think that rates will rise and possibly in a significant fashion come 2026. And again, depending upon what happens in November, maybe some other taxes find their way into your livelihoods before even 2026. And with the recent $2 trillion, with the T trillion dollar CARES Act, and also stimulus payments, and our current deficit projections, it also suggests that taxes will need to go up in the future just for those reasons alone. Barry? Well, uh, the defense against the SECURE Act. One of the many changes that took place in the SECURE Act was accelerating the income tax. This is as of 2020 for inherited IRAs, with some exceptions, within 10 years. So you don't have to take RMD if you inherit it in 2020, but you have to fully withdraw, fully exhaust it in a 10-year period. For example, let's say you inherit uh, a million bucks from a traditional IRA. Now you have to draw down the money completely in a 10-year period. In other words, uh, we would recommend probably an average of 10% or so, maybe some a little more, some a little less, so that you don't get hit with that big hit at the end of 10 years. You could go one through nine, no RMD, don't take anything, but then you have to take it all out in that last year. So uh, by doing a Roth conversion or an IEL strategy, you can avoid this scenario. And just to clarify, that applies to non-spousal inherited IRAs versus the spousal rollover version of IRAs. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening. Call us at 513-575-9654. We work for you as clients, not companies. You can find our podcast at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money. Well, good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.